Welcome. Happy Monday. It is Valentine's Day. Welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I hope everybody has had a great day. Today I have another Grief Beyond Death episode for you that you are hearing on Total Entertainment Radio. And I would like everybody to help me welcome Miss Danny Brown. So, yes, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time out to interview. If you're watching this on the replay on YouTube, you can see she's in my office. So, yeah, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm good. I'm here. So, um, how's your Valentine's Day going? I feel like it's going okay for the most part. We shall, I guess we shall see what... What this day brings me. Okay. So, as y'all know, we can't move on with the show without doing a card. So, we picked a card from the Self Care Wisdom deck. So, I'll have Miss Danny read her card and I'll read mine and we will reflect. So my card says, the ability to suck it up is not a superpower. Saying no is on your power. That's some good stuff. Ooh. So saying no is a superpower, which, yeah, we be talking about that. Uh, boundaries. <laughs> Can you uh, give us an example of, like, a time you said no or maybe you should have said no? Or, like, did the card remind you of a situation? Yeah, I could I, I could honestly think of multiple um instances, honestly, because I feel like I'm just such a nice person. Like I have a habit of being a people people pleaser yeah. a lot of times. And sometimes it really is hard to say no, but I would say I guess um with my full-time job, because I am a reporter with this newspaper in St. Louis, and a lot of times, you know, people always bombard me with pitches, and it has been a couple of times where I had to say no or not at this yeah. time, and people have may have, people may have not been too pleased about it, but I just feel like for my own sanity and my own mental health, yeah. I got to set them boundaries. Yeah, that's important, setting boundaries, especially at work, because we don't want to experience burnout. We And we don't want people to feel like they got access to it. It's like, yeah. even if I'm good at what I'm doing, don't bombard me with stuff. <coughs> I'm sorry. Ooh. Don't bombard me with stuff just because you know what I do. Like, so yeah, it's definitely a good thing to be like, hey, I appreciate it, but no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, because you don't set the boundaries, people get over, and if they see you a nice person, they gonna they gonna try, but no, I can respectfully uh check you professionally. Yeah, God bless you, <laughs> this, this is not that. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. I swear I'll be telling people that. Stop. Play with your mama, not me. Try Jesus. <laughs> not me. Because I throw hands. Okay. She's from St. Louis, too, and she definitely shows it. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked two cards because y'all know I'm extra. And I picked a card. The front says, listen. And it says, people start to heal the moment they feel heard. And the second card says time, and it says time spent worrying is time spent. So the first card really resonates with me because people start to heal the moment they feel heard. And I just feel like as I've gotten older, I do feel 
um, a different sense when like people are actually listening to me. And I do kind of feel like a different confidence in me, which I feel like that's the healing part of, okay, they're listening. So I get more confidence in being able to speak up. And I think we live in a society that like we're never taught to listen. We're always taught to respond. So like a lot of people, they listen to respond instead of listen to understand. And I think a lot of us on this healing journey have really focused in on, okay, we have to listen to actually understand the other party's perspective, I guess is the word to say. So I definitely feel like people start to heal the moment they feel heard because I feel like I'm a testament to that. Um, time spent worrying is time spent. I think this is a good point because I think a lot of us worry a lot about stuff we cannot control. Mm, and the, yeah. <laughs> And the amount of time that we spent worrying, we could have honestly been doing something else with that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those people that's like, don't ever worry because I would be a liar if I said I don't worry. I worry, but I do try to become more conscious. If it's something that I cannot control, it's probably going to be there the next day and we'll just have to figure it out at the time given. But to sit up here and try to worry about how to do it when I just don't have the answer that's still time spent on this situation. So that's really be out of our control. Like, what can you do? Yeah, what, like, honestly, what can you do? So, yes, thank you for sharing that. Danny, just give us a little bit about you. Introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you want the world to know? Okay, well, I am Danielle Brown or Danny. That's what I preferably <laughs> prefer to go by. I am a full time reporter at one of the best black newspapers hey. in the nation. The one and only St. Louis American News. Hey. I'm a reporter. I report on um, entertainment news. Um, anything has, that has to do with the arts, music. I do do some uh, community oriented type of stories. Just any positive good news that's going happening in St. Louis with Black people, of course. We do love our non-black people and allies, but this specific publication is for, for the black children. <laughs> I, I love it. I love um, it. What else? Um, I never really know like, I guess, how to describe myself. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a reporter. I'm a Libra. If people are into, I guess, zodiac signs. No, I'm not a liar because I hate people saying <laughs> I hate people say that Libra's a liar because I'm not a liar. Um, it depends on who I'm talking to first, but that's a different story. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a pretty cool, just cool person, and I just, just try to be myself. Like I like to be authentically, um, uniquely me. I love it. I love it. So she's humble, but she has wrote two articles on me at the while working at the American. So she has celebrated and up, uplifted healing. She got faith. More than once. And she also hosted our book launch. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this, this is good people. Like, you know, she's always been a great person and just a good friend to be connected to. Like, we were in the trenches with each other in college. It was hard, you know, and now both of us 
living our best adult lives and life be life sometimes, but we made it through. You yeah, know, you, you got to keep good people close to you, yeah. especially in jail. So I definitely appreciate those kind words. And yes, me and Danny graduated from the same undergrad college together. We were in this women group together. We hung out and always stayed in contact. And once both of us really found our passion, I have always been majorly supportive of one another. And Danny has been more than supportive as she has been a community reporter of me and my journey so it was only right that she came up on the show because she need to be on radio but don't nobody tell her that i'm always kind of caught off guard when people are like i want to interview i'm like for what i ain't really that interesting i mean you the source like i say i'm just here to report the news and that's just she's so funny <laughs> Her work is good, though, so y'all can go. Y'all can look up the St. Louis American and find her articles. You're on LinkedIn, Facebook. Are you? Yeah, so I have a very common name. So my name on LinkedIn is Danielle Brown. I think in my profile picture, I have, like, some lock pigtails, and I think I have on, like, a brown shirt. I am on Facebook under uh, Danny Nicole, which is my nickname and my middle name. Um, And that picture... I think I have on like a stripe stripe dress because I know that my name is like super common. So. Yeah. Yeah. So check her out. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk to Danny about some grief. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy Monday. You are on Total Entertainment Radio and we have a very special guest. Danny Brown. Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> so, um, before we left, Danny was giving herself flowers, <laughs> or I was giving her flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to give myself flowers. I can't even fake it, but I, I appreciate those flowers you get. You gave me. Yes. So we always start the show off because this is grief beyond death. Whenever I bring. A guest on and grief beyond death is a segment that I do where I bring on people from the community and I ask everybody the same question and the question is always name a time you deal with grief. It does not have to do with death, but if it does, it's perfectly fine and how it shapes you into who you are. And so a lot of people ask, well, why do you do grief beyond death? And the reason for that here at Healing She Got Faith is because we firmly believe that we're only taught about grief dealing with death, but we grieve a lot of other things. We grieve our old selves. We grieve our relationships. We grieve our jobs. If you ever lost a house, you grieve that. Um, with COVID, a lot of people were grieving going to school because they lost that opportunity. So think of a time that you were grieving and explain to us how, like, what did it do to you? What did the support look like? How did it shape you? And I know I threw a lot at you. So whatever you remember, just say that. <laughs> I got you. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I was going to go to, I guess, typical route and mention the death. But since you said that, like, grief is not just limited just to death, I think it might be cool to um, tap into something else, you know, outside of it. I would say, um, I feel like, I've definitely gone through time periods in my life where I've lost a sense of myself. Like, for example, um, in college, particularly my senior year of college, 
I was just really depressed because um, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life after college. And um, a lot of my friends and classmates already had like job offers mm-hmm. lined up. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I was just kind of scared. And, you know, I wasn't really doing the best in my classes. Um, actually, one of my professors, um, she definitely helped me as far as, I guess, like, passing with my degree because I, I wasn't doing my best. I wasn't really on my stuff. So like after I graduated, I moved, you know, from Cape Girardeau, Missouri, back to home to St. Louis. Um, I alternated from living back and forth with um, both of my parents. And that was a struggle because I was used to doing whatever I wanted to do in college. I'm like, right. hey, I got to <laughs> buy my own home. I'm grown. I'm hey, like we can grieve that alone. <laughs> Yeah, like, that was, that was wild. It's like, you know, I, was, I still was kind of trying to work on finding myself in that time period because I didn't know what I was going to do, and I kept getting fired from, like, so many different jobs. They wanted the field, of course, because I just didn't really care about them. And then I finally was able to, you know, get my foot in the door um, with this company. I worked in, like, PR at this company that did, like, aviation and stuff. I almost made it to my two-year mark. Then COVID hit in 2020, so that messed up the world, and we still going through that. So I, I ended up getting laid off from that job. Um, I was there, I think, in 2018, and they laid me off, like, I want to say, like, March. Wow. Literally, right when the, the pandemic Yes, day. literally, I was in the office, and they was like, yo, we we let you go tomorrow. And I was like, what? So yeah, that happened. These jobs don't care about nobody. So that was wild. So I was unemployed probably like a good eight, nine, 10 months. And I finally was able to step into my um, current position. But even with this position now, I feel like I still kind of was lost with like um, who I am as a person. Because then I felt like I was letting the job define me and my accomplishments define me or I'm letting like my dealings with men define me or friendships and stuff. And I had to really kind of work on some soul searching with that. And even now I feel like I've gotten better, but I am still kind of trying to work on like, okay, who is Danny? Who is Danny outside of right. just this reporter with the St. Louis America? Who is Danny outside of being Kenneth and Veronica's daughter, Marquita's sister or Sierra's best friend, yeah. Easy friend, whoever yeah. like this working on? that I would say um I hope that answers your question but I guess that's how I dealt with grief as far as I guess finding myself because I definitely put myself um even dating wise and like situations where I, I shouldn't have been in no more like I should have knew better because it's like you know I have a lot I have a lot going for myself, and I feel like I'm a beautiful person inside and out. Mm-hmm. And you really do got to tap into your value, your worth, and not yeah. let other people, especially like men, like take advantage of you. So yeah. I think that's where I am now with um, knowing my worth better with that. Yeah, I like that you said that too because I don't think a lot of us think about grieving our past selves because I think once we elevate, we're oftentimes at a place where we realize we're no longer that person, whoever that person was. And you do look back and like, oh, I remember when I used to do this and you don't do that no more. And you miss that person, you know, or like I know in my case, I used to be like real loud and outgoing and just 
Like, I feel like I was really fun. And as, like, life kind of hit me, I feel like I became a little bit more quiet, a little bit more observant. So, like, that loud person is still there. And sometimes she does make an entrance, like, oh, there she is. There yeah. she go. But, but you know, you know, I don't know. It just is. It comes in bursts. Like, I don't think it's around a particular type of people. I think it really just. It's the vibe. It, it's if, if I'm feeling it because also too, I'm now a person that I I can be by myself and be completely comfortable. Like I could be at a party and be standing on the wall and having the time of my life, but because that doesn't look like a party type of person, you know, people like you having fun. I'm like, yeah, like I might be on my phone, but I'm dancing and jamming. But, right, but you don't have to be belligerent and following. Yeah, on. but I and I but I used to be that person, you know. So sometimes I do miss like, oh, so sometimes I wish I could go in the middle of the dance floor and just be goofy. And that's another but, thing too. You know, I feel like I had to work on. Getting out of the party girl phase, yeah. like Simo, I was kicking it. Then you know, once I graduated from college, kicking it. Then I still was kind of in that phase, and it's like, okay, girl, you almost thirty. Like you can't be out here doing this. Now you got this professional job, and then if you want a family and kids, like you can't just be acting like all over the place. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think it's that transitional period that again, I just don't think we're taught that like it's okay to grieve that person because. As we grow, we do our perspectives change, our life views change, and it's like, okay, what is it that works for me? And what is it that, like, who am I today? Because who I was 10 years ago is not who I am today. But then you also have people who struggle with um, who they are today because they're not who they used to be. So, like, I'll give you an example. I used to date this guy and we knew each other in high school, but we didn't date each other until like our mid-20s. And all the time he used to tell me, well, you didn't act like this in high school. You didn't act like that. And I remember like one day sitting down with him like, would you realistically want to be with me if I was still that 16-year-old girl that you yeah, met? Yeah, because like, that wouldn't make sense. That would mean that you haven't grown at all and you just still Exactly, exactly. And, you know, if you get into therapy or psychology, you know, typically those fall into those narcissistic, narcissistic gaslighters, which, you know, that's a different story. But my point was just saying, like, you have those people that are afraid to grow. And I think a lot of times, like I used to say, it, it is absolutely scary because I woke up one day and I was 30 and who, who knew like how <laughs> I'm the adult in this situation. That's crazy. Who let me do that? So it's definitely one of those things like you do grieve that person. And to me, I felt like in that relationship that man definitely grieved the old Lisa, the old who he was and definitely grieved who we once were. And I was living my best life because I felt like I was grown. I felt like I had overcame a lot. And I was like, I'm not letting nothing take. And when he saw that, he was like, no, like you weren't like that. And I was like, yeah, I was a child and I acted as a child, but now I'm a 26 like year old and I'm acting as a 26 year old. I swear, what you mean? So, like, I appreciate you saying that because it's definitely one of them things where, you know, it's okay to look back at who you were and it's okay to grieve who you were, but you also just have to remember how far you've come and how, how far you're going to go. Yeah, no, I think that's a, 
that's a good point really and like the main thing is just cutting off old habits and old vices you know like okay it's okay to have a drink but i don't have to have five drinks like i can just have one or two you know not go too crazy yeah yeah I mean, yeah, I, I know, and I don't know if you go through this, but I meet a lot of people who talk about, like, our single day. So, we went to Southeast Missouri State University, which is in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, which is two hours away from St. Louis, just to give you our perspective of the geography. But I meet a lot of people our age now that are like, oh, you remember we was in SEMO and we would just be kicking it and we would just be like, we ain't have nothing, but we Life had so much so fun. <laughs> we would have like pennies in our bank account, but yeah. we have the time of our I life. mean, we was kicking it in college. like, And I, I feel like I meet a lot of people now that they really miss that part of college. They really miss that that freedom, that carefree. And now like some of us are married, some of us have kids, some of us are like finding our path, our career path, trying to figure out this whole dating life thing. Can so we talk to our friends every day or see them like we did at SEMO. And then I don't, I feel like I guess that's kind of hard for me to sometimes to realize like dang really can't see, get to see my friends that much. <laughs> like I don't even get to see my best friend that much. Living out of town, married and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree on that. So, yeah, so grief beyond death. So we can grieve our old self. So that is definitely the note of the day. We are allowed to grieve ourselves. It is possible to grieve our old self. So thank you so much for sharing that. When we come back, y'all, it's gonna get juicy because it's Valentine's Day. So make sure you come back after the break. Because we got some good for you, okay? All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Healing She Got Faith show. It is a grief beyond death. It just episode fourteen, y'all. Can y'all believe that? And of course, we got the fabulous Danny Brown, St. Louis's very own community reporter in the building. <laughs> so. It's Valentine's Day, y'all. So I know y'all want to talk about love. I know y'all want to talk about relationships. So what we going to do, we going to break the last half or the second half of this show up like this. We going to talk about some self-love and we definitely going to get into this day in life because me and Danny are definitely single women on the prowl. We're women <laughs> in the career, okay? And, <laughs> and um, if you want to put in an application to be Mr. Danny or Mr. Lisa, um, you can definitely hit us up on the Instagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look, we, we shooting our shot. All, look, all 2022. Okay. I travel. So if you got your passport, actually, if you don't have your passport, don't even try to talk to me. <laughs> So I don't even have a passport, so uh -huh. I can't even say that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm basic. Let me step it up. <laughs> she said I'm basic. <laughs> so she acting up. I'm gonna put her out. <laughs> so what is self love to Danny? Like, what is it? Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Um, I would say self-love to me as far as loving myself. It's just um appreciating and value and valuing myself like in its entirety. Um, even the roughest parts of me, like such as my imperfections, the mistakes mm -hmm. I make, giving grace to myself and not using mean words to me. Like 
the love that I give to others, pouring that into myself because mm -hmm. you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to pour from a full cup. I'd rather pour from an overflowing cup yep. than one that's half empty because then if it's half empty, then how can I be this force that I'm trying to be in exactly. the world? Like I can't exactly be there for the world or others around me or for myself if I'm not, you know, really checking in with myself. Yes, I love that. So you definitely said pouring into myself the way I pour into others. Our life quote, love you the way you love the world. Okay. Um, with that being said, everything that you said, how do you feel like self-love affects your dating life? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I feel like now the space that I'm in, because I had I've never gotten flowers before. Until recently, I took my first trip to Trader Joe's and they gave me a bouquet of flowers because it was my first visit. And that just really lit my face. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so That's nice. so great. So after that, I was like, you know what? I want to start buying myself flowers, plants for self-care. But I feel like I always used to have it ingrained in my mind. Like, I got to depend on a man to mm. give me that or other stuff. When really, I don't have to do that. I can do that myself and then whoever comes into the picture because I'm already loving on me, you know, doing these things for myself. That just sets the tone and they just add to me rather than I'm just depending on them. Yeah, I love it. So I was very similar. Like growing up, I did not want flowers because I was not that girly girl. And no man was going to swoop me off my feet with some flowers. But last year, um, I met with my now business partner and she had opened up her own floral company. So she was doing the promotions and you know me, Lily going to support everybody. So I hit her up and I was like, let me get a bouquet. I don't know nothing about flowers. Wait, what's the name of the business? You got to shout her out. Girl, don't give me the lion, but she'll be on the show. <laughs> she will be on the show so I can tell, so I can tell everybody. Um, If I find out the notes, I'll put it in the show notes. But I mean, if I find out the name, I'll put it in the show notes. So yeah, she's actually doing a um she's doing but like a bouquet for Valentine's Day too. So um, but she asked me what type of flowers I like, and I was like, you know, um, I don't actually know, but I know my mom's but actually I was like, I don't know. When she brought me the bouquet, she brought me blue and purple flowers, and they were carnations. Oh, that's but so nice. this was the thing. I didn't tell her what type of flowers I wanted. Carnations were my mom's favorite flowers. And blue and purple, I always use those colors because blue represents my dad and purple represents my mom. Mm -hmm. And I loved those flowers. And I felt so good. Like to the point where like I would text her and be like, I need another bouquet. Like I need this. Like I that's need that. So cool. Yeah. Okay. So so I and I had talked to her about that. I'm like, she was like, she had never bought herself flowers either. And she bought herself flowers and she, it just felt good. Now, I will say um, in the current guy that I've dated, he was the first guy to ever get me flowers. So That's like so he would rent when I was living in New York. He sent me flowers for my birthday. When I moved to St. Louis, it was a couple of times he would just randomly bring me flowers, which was such a beautiful thing because I felt like I was at a point that I could honestly accept it and be happy about it as well as if I wanted to get myself flowers, I had that opportunity. And that went along with like buying myself chocolate covered strawberries, buying yeah. myself things like the cute little treats. Like you spoil yourself first, yes. always make yourself a priority. You can't 
um, try to rely on other people for that because people they will. I hate to be negative, but people they will disappoint you. <laughs> you know, they'll screw up stuff and then you call them out on it. And sometimes they may just keep repeating the same thing, so to kind of prevent having to go through it, mm-hmm. just do it yourself. I agree with that. And I, I definitely think like in the dating room um, and remember y'all, this is coming from a single woman's perspective and of course our own perspectives. I think in the dating room, and I was just talking to Danny about this before we came on camera was I I feel like in dating um, with my personal experience, I have a lot of unspoken expectations. So I'm in this place now where I'm really trying to figure out what works for me. How do I want to date? Who do I want to date? What type of men do I want to date? And also, what am I doing to pour into myself? Because as I'm working in therapy, I'm learning the type of people I've attracted. I'm learning the type of relationships I was in. And the main thing that I've always lacked were three things. Um, security. So like I, I was, I had I was very insecure. Um, so I, you could say I had low self-esteem. I lacked boundaries, which is so dangerous to not have any boundaries in life. And I lacked um, confidence. I kind of forgot the third thing, but I think it was confidence. <laughs> um, but and with that being said, I think I had no direction as to who or what I wanted to date so I was attracting these long-term relationships which most women want I'm not gonna say most women the women I've encountered want long-term relationships but I wasn't finding them to be healthy so while I had a six-year relationship or a three-year relationship I wasn't happy I wasn't flourishing I wasn't healthy and so as I'm going through therapy and I'm working on that the thing my therapist is telling me is like you have to, the way you want to be loved, you have to love yourself in that. Not saying that it's black and white to where you're going to love yourself and somebody else is going to come into you, like come into your life. But as I'm healing, if that man does decide you're the woman I love, he's going to be an accessory to who I am. He's not going to be a, uh, a necessity, but an accessory. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so I think, because me, I've always been the type of person like when I'm dating somebody I want him to have his own life I want me to have my own life but I want us to work together I do want us to build an empire but I don't want to I don't want to be his world like I don't want him to be surrounded around me because I'm the type of person like I thrive off of like just other things and sometimes I need to be by myself or sometimes I need to be with the girls or sometimes I need to be exploring whereas like he might want to play basketball. He might want to go coach. He might want to go golfing. He might want to go to the cigar bar, which have those moments. You can do that stuff without me. Um, but make sure as much effort as you're putting into yourself, you're putting me into our relationship. Because while I am doing my own thing, I'm always going to make sure you're straight. That's I, I feel like, I don't know. I guess that's kind of hard for me to not, I don't want to say like get jealous, but I guess that's kind of hard for me like, Cause there's a guy that I've kind of been seeing for a couple of months. It's not anything serious, but you know, we've been communicating, hanging out back and forth. And he, he's a pretty like quiet person. Mm-hmm. And like he calls himself a loner. Cause I mean, he has probably like a few good friends, but for the mm-hmm. most part he's by himself. And a lot of times he'd be like, Oh, you know, he went to brunch or he went to such and such. And I'd be like, dang, why you ain't invited uh-huh. me? You uh-huh. didn't want me to go. Like, I'd be, like, straight getting my feelings, like, dang, you don't ever invite me to go to this stuff. But I guess it's, like you said, just 
making time for himself when I guess I can't, you know, yeah, I mean you can. I feel like you can, and I feel like that goes back to like those un unspoken expectations. Like, like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know this hurt my feelings. Um, you know, because sometimes I do want to to invite me to go somewhere, or like I do want to feel like I'm being I'm being invited. I think for me, I shut down so much. So a lot of the times, it's it's like having to be told, like, Lisa, you don't have to shut down. Like, you can speak. It's okay to speak. You know, it's okay to tell me how you feel. And, like, one thing I appreciate about my current situation is um, he's always like, even if you think it's going to make me mad, just say it. But whatever you do, don't hold it in. You know, come at me with respect because he's real big. Like, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, talk to me. But, like, don't hold it in, even if it makes me mad. And I do appreciate that because a lot of times – in men in my life in general, including like my daddy, the man my mama was gonna marry, anytime I said anything, it there was always a rebuttal. There was always a you doing too much or I don't got time for this. It was never like, dude, I'm just letting you know, like you went to McDonald's and you got yourself a meal. You could at least got me some fries, right? Like, <laughs> right. right. It, it, it'd be the, the common courtesy. Yes. Yeah, so. But me, like, I'm real big on, like, making a man. Well, I think I'm real big on people, like, making people feel loved. And so a lot of times I think, and, I, you know, this is something else I'm working in therapy. A lot of times I'm projecting what I want onto other people. So, like, if I want somebody to spend money and, and stuff on me, I'll do it to my friends or I'll do it to the guy I'm dating. Oh, okay, okay. When, really, I want that to be done to me. Which most people know it. Like my current situation, he noticed it. He'll be like, "Okay, so 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 gifts and stuff is like one of your love languages." No, gift giving is actually my last love language. So my first love language is physical touch. My last one is gift giving, and then it's like it quality time. The other three are tied. So, but all of them are like really close. But I actually don't enjoy getting gifts. Um, not to say that I don't appreciate them. I just, it's not an expectation of me. But because of the way I think of people, like if I go and see something and I'm like, oh, um, they're a basketball coach. Let me buy five basketball. That's how I like that. Yeah, like, like, like elephants. Let me get you this elephant yeah. statue. Yeah, that's how I be thinking. Yeah. I expect people to do me like that, but it's not always like Yeah, that. or like if I know they're having an event, I'm more than likely going to be in attendance. But like if they have an event, am I going to get an invite? You know, so. Yeah, it just goes both ways. Like you want the support because it's been many situations where friends, I've gone above and beyond for their birthday. But when mine came around, I didn't even get a car. It's just like, hey, that's how you yeah. feel about it. <laughs> Yeah, which I, I do think that that still goes with, like, the unspoken expectations. Like, because also, two people can look at it as, like, a tit for tat, which I always tell people, I don't want it to be a tit for tat in any of my relationships. I just want to feel like I wanted and thought about. And I want the effort and initiative. I want to be, like, poured into, because I feel like I do a lot of pouring out. Like, I want to be poured into. Right. Pour into my well, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, my so, man, that was kind of old to say. No, no. So, yes, pour into our well. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Y'all come back. We're going to finish this conversation 
about just uh about dating love and just being poured into so we'll see y'all in a second welcome back y'all so before we went on break we talked about like just being poured into and it started off as talking about love self-love and then it kind of went to date and then we just kind of started talking about relationships in general and i think that's very important for today because i you know for me personally i want to encourage like if you're single man or woman like you're still so worthy of today despite what society has told you despite all the restaurants being booked up <laughs> despite if you went <laughs> despite if um you went through a breakup or you haven't had a relationship in years i think for all the single people like i really want you to know that you are worthy and um while you may not have anything to do today it doesn't mean it's gonna last like that forever and then for my couples you know just make sure you're pouring into your single friends especially on days like this you know just make sure you send them if you see something at the dollar store pick you know pick pick your friends i had, something college, up. I had like yeah. some friends where they would get me and the rest of our other friends stuff for valentine's day mm -hmm. you know in the past my parents would give me stuff now don't nobody give me nothing like, <laughs> thanks for the girl i got a man if i got a 10 suit i'm very wrong we'll so go to the dollar store and pick something up <laughs> Oh, we can be secret Valentine's. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so funny that you said that because when I was in college, I was working at White Castle and one of the groups, the praise and prayer group that we had, um, like three of y'all came up to White Castle and brought me like a big bucket of candy and a teddy bear. And it was like 11 o'clock at night because I was working an overnight yes, shift. And like, like they were like, like y'all walk in and it was like, is Lisa here? Which I knew I was there because I had just oh, left. Oh, what are you talking about? Was that with me and I think Crystal and Sierra maybe? Girl, that was like eight years ago. I kind of remember that. That was like eight years ago. I don't know. But I remember like, the manager being like, Lisa, you're wanted. And I just remember like having this balloon and teddy bear and these, all this candy. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a good night. Like, <laughs> yeah, see, that stuff doesn't make a difference. I feel like just because people are single, that don't mean that they don't deserve love on that day, too. Yeah, and I, you know, and I'm not saying it's anybody's responsibility. Like, ultimately, we are in charge of how we react to things. But I do think like in this world where everybody's hurting like if you see something just you know pick something up for somebody or just you know support a local business or just do something nice because we're all hurting right now and I think that has a lot to do with like why I want to why this month I really talked about self-love and really supporting specifically this month local black activists professionals businesses like just being proactive and very intentional in just spreading that love and making sure that we are giving people flowers while they're still here i feel like we've lost so many people in the last couple of years that it is hard to navigate through life it's very hard to be at a place to where you can't just be happy you know a lot of times we have to find a reason to be happy because there's so much negativity around us and i think you know for today i really just wanted to come in and talk about like self-love and how it affects us and just think just things of that nature and you know would you specifically like finding your pathway to where you're at today because i remember you being in college and obviously i see you now and like these are two different dannies like the danny you are today <laughs> loves who you are 
you know, the Danny, the younger Danny was just trying to figure it out. Even with getting like locks, like that took me a lot to try to get to this yeah. point because I was just like, you know, what if that don't look right? Then if it don't look right, I gotta be bald headed again because I kept being bald headed. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired of being bald and cutting my hair. But now I think I've accepted it and, you know, I'm coming to my own and, you know, I feel like I used to be, I guess, one of those women where it was like, I guess I wasn't like, um, comfortable with my natural hair so I felt like oh I gotta wear the braids and the weaves and all that stuff to feel beautiful and didn't really feel good about myself now I'm like I love it and I'm like I mean it still attracts men so <laughs> she said I still get them what you mean I still get them now what mm, not <laughs> it's true I mean I, I feel like anything I think it's bringing more attention I'm like all right you like the locks like, wait till I get down my back then you ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing baby Man, and we just well, we just met a lady with the most beautiful locks. Oh my god, her locks were so fire! But yeah, I think I, you know, I, I often just think about like how younger Lisa just evolved to who I am today. And I think I talk about it a lot when I got this radio show. I felt like thirty year old Lisa and fifteen year old Lisa really met each other. Like they came head to head and was really like, oh, like, like, I feel like 15 year old Lisa was like, yo, you made it. And 30 year old Lisa was like, give me a hug. Even like, in college, you've grown a lot. I always knew that you had thank you. a deep fire in you and we all were just figuring out ourselves. Yeah. And now look at you glowing. You on a radio station and all types of Total entertainment stuff. radio. Get it right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I appreciate that because I, I was very, very insecure. I was very insecure. And I, you know, this is a lot. It makes sense to me because it makes sense as to why the relationships I had were the relationships I had because of my insecurities, because I didn't know my worth, because I didn't set boundaries, because I didn't know that you could say no, like your card said earlier. And I think, and I love that you got that card today because when I think about my relationships, I never once really celebrated a Valentine's Day. I think I can remember once or twice. And two, I was never actually happy. Like, I've never celebrated Valentine's Day. I've never gotten the cute little gifts. Like I said, maybe twice a man has made effort. But again, I wasn't happy with it, which I don't know if that was me being ungrateful or, you know, I think I allowed so much tension between most of my relationships to happen that when they would do something good, I was over it because I'm like, you done already did X, Y, and Z. Like, what you doing this for? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and that, that does play a lot into my insecurities back then. And it does play, play, I didn't know anything about boundaries. I had no idea what a boundary was. Like, I probably couldn't even spell the word boundary. <laughs> if you're like that, you're trying to be there for everybody else, especially like, Supporting everybody, like, oh, I gotta go to this bridal show, this birthday party, and this person wedding, and this and that. And then you got work, and you run around like a chicken with his head cut off, and it's like, oh, baby, I can't go to this, you know. Yeah. But I said you a gift or something. Like, if yeah. you can't just make everything about everybody else and not yeah. check in with yourself, because you'll get sick, depressed, been there before, been depressed, <laughs> all types of stuff. It, it, it really do be like that. It, it really do. So, we're coming to the end of our show, so we're going to take one more break, and when we come up, when we come back, we're going to wrap up our session on self-love, so make sure you come back. 
All right, welcome back to the Healing She Got Faith show. Man, I hope that you are not just now tuning in. I hope you've been here because we've been having a really, really good conversation about self-love. So, Danny, what are some of your self-love practices currently? Um, When I can, I try to get... Um, a nice amount of sleep. I don't always get enough sleep, but sleep is good, or even if it's just a quick nap during the day. Cooking, which I don't always do, or you know, treat myself to a good meal. I'm not I'm not afraid to say I enjoy the finding things in life sometimes yeah. as far as food. I treat myself to bone fish grill or to a magiano. Yeah. Um, but not even just that, I would say, you know. Consistently doing my skincare routine because mm -hmm. I do want my face to clear up. Um, just different stuff like that. I would say I think journaling is a form of yeah. self care. It's definitely um, therapeutic. Listening to music, music is always yeah, like music, a, a music healing is something. Me. Yeah, just. I love, I love that your first response wasn't materialistic. I love that it was sleep eating um because a lot of times you ask people i get my nails done i get my feet done i i go shopping but like it just I mean, says a lot is too but i'm trying to break that because i'm i can be a shopping shopping yeah. like them buy now pay later apps they be getting me good <laughs> they don't never work for me so that's a blessing but <laughs> but i do think that speaks a lot to your character that your first response was sleep because i do think in this society we don't realize that our body is a battery and if you don't treat it right, it won't have the right amount of energy. And there are times when our body just needs to be recharged. So, you know, with that being said, it's just like you have to you really have to cater to your mind, body and soul, especially when it comes to self-love, especially like. If you're really that person just trying to elevate in whatever season that is, whether it's dating, whether it's, whether it's self-love, education, professional, whatever it is that looks for you, you know, knowing how to treat your body and knowing how that affects your self-love. Because I believe that's what a lot of us lack. We want to cater to everybody else, but we don't know how to cater to ourselves. Like it's so easy to support the next person, but when it comes to supporting the person in the mirror, you're looking at yourself like, mm. yeah, look at the type of culture we're in. We're in the grind, don't stop culture, and then team, no sleep. Oh, my baby, I'm always give me some sleep. I don't care if it's my wedding day. I would take a nap and chill. I'm not part of that culture. I, I'm not part of that culture. When people be like, I sleep when I die. That's crazy. I'm asleep nah, today. I'm asleep before I die. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> I'm asleep today because this. I, and you know what? I travel a lot, right? And I'm one of them people, when I'm ready for bed, I'm going to bed. When I want to take a nap, I'm going to take a nap. Like, I'm not one of them people that's going to be like, I'm going to be gone 24-7 because you only live once. It is true that you only live once, but... If this body wants a nap, this body gonna take a nap. Because even with the not getting rest, I mean, that could lead you to getting sick in the hospital. And I mean, I ain't trying to get too deep, too scary, but I'm pretty sure that's what be uh, causing people's lives to um, shorten too, not yeah. getting enough rest and taking care of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and I do think we do have to consider a lot of stuff that we do. So, like, you know, we talk about how we was drinking back in college. Like, if we were still doing that, that would have been. 
years on years and years of us just living off of liquor. Because in college, honestly, that's what we were doing. We was living off of liquor. That like, darn jungle juice. <laughs> I don't drink Everclear. That. <laughs> Listen, the four four locos. Because <laughs> I've been trying to cuss, that's why I'd be like, dang, come on. <laughs> you know, you can't cuss on the radio. So that's why I'm like, can we talk about liquor? Baby? I'm about to say, them four locos, baby. I don't know what they used to put oh, in them. I don't know what they used to put in them. We was living off the liquor. We was not loving on ourselves. But I will say that I think. You know, we're halfway through February. Today is Valentine's Day. So if you did not receive a Valentine's today, I want you to know I am your Valentine. And I am so happy that you're here and I appreciate you listening. And I just want you to know that you're worthy. But as the month continues to go on, just us continuing to look at self-love. And right before February happened, um, I did an episode on how you cannot self-love and self-care yourself out of life, which is very true, which is why I like to talk about different types of self-love, not just what we see on Instagram or any social media platform, but actually loving ourselves, not just getting our nails done, not just going to the beach and looking cute, but actually doing stuff like going to the doctor, actually checking Ooh, in our yeah, mental going health. To the doctor. Yeah. Very important for sure. Yeah, like making sure you check in with your body, making sure you're giving yourself that sleep, make sure you're drinking enough water. Um, It's amazing what dehydration does to the body and that's part of self-care. So really toning into that, addressing your emotions, addressing the things that make you upset, talking about those unspoken expectations. So blocking people, even if you need to, I believe blocking people, is a form of self-care. Like if you don't want certain people to have access to your life, it's okay to block their number, block them on social media or yeah. anything like that. That's, protecting your peace. that's part of boundaries too. So like learning about boundaries. So if that's if that's something you gotta do to set a boundary, then that's what it's gonna be and they're gonna have to deal with it. So I definitely think that Danny, do you have any last words or a life quote or anything that you want to share to the people? Um, hmm, my bad. I know I say oh a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cut it out if you need to. I would say, I guess the advice I would give to you all is to don't be afraid to be yourself. It's okay to be your authentic self and never dim your light to try to fit in with other people because there are people out there who will appreciate you for just being yourself. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That was beautiful. Danny, we want to thank you at Healing She Got Faith for being our guest, coming on to the show. We appreciate you. You are welcome back anytime. If y'all want to support Danny, um, look up St. Louis American and you can find her articles. Follow her on all her social media. If you have a story or anything, you know, come respectfully. Don't be coming to her like she said earlier in, in the episode. But, um, you know, definitely support her. Read her articles. Share her articles on all social media platforms. Give her her flowers, please, and thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, so we appreciate you for coming on to the show and all the support and love you have shown. Healing She Got Faith. This was fun. Yes, come back anytime you want. You just let me know. But y'all, 
I want y'all to have a good rest of y'all Monday. I want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. I want you to remember to love you the way you love the world. And I will see you next Monday at 3 p.m. Central on Total Entertainment Radio. All right. Bye, y'all.